This is the Mulligans Podcast, a real estate podcast focused on the duo. We created this podcast to share the stories of real estate individuals who have built their business from the ground up or have lost everything and are working to get it back. I'm Hayden Wright. I'm Austin Cole. And And we we are your hosts. Today on the show, we have Matt Sudica with OB Insurance. Matt's going to share with us a little bit about his career as an insurance agent and how that's helped him get into real estate investing, the importance of insurance to real estate investors, and how Obi is revolutionizing the insurance space. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey, Matt, thanks for being on the show, man. Happy to have you. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, let's get right to it. So uh, Matt, if you could tell the audience a little bit about yourself. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is the uh, first time I, I think I'm going to answer this question in a different way than I have for probably 20 years. But I'm going to start off with that. I am a new dad, uh, which is now my favorite thing um, and a husband. And then I'll dive into what people actually probably really want to hear. But uh, I am a I own a uh, partner in a brokerage called Obi. Uh, we're borderline uh, insure tech on part of our company. And then the other uh, side tech enabled, we specialize in habitational or multifamily insurance, whether you're a uh, person buying a, you know, a one unit uh, rental that your, you know, stepdaughter is going to live and rent from you, or you're looking around the country buying 100, 200, 300 unit uh, multifamily assets. Uh, We're there to help you both in the run end when you're making your decision on how do the numbers make sense and then of course once you're under contract then you know uh, that's where we really jump in and help you get to close. Uh, My background uh, has always been insurance. Uh, I've gone from the captive world of the state farms to the uh, scratch independent channels um, and everything I've always done has kind of been around real estate. My state farm was about realtors then uh, my next agency, Skylight, was about uh, Century 21 and homeowners and doing real estate on a really uh, scalable fashion. And then OB has really become um, more about bringing technology to that habitational insurance space. And, you know, uh, that'll help our clients not only price wise, but also, you know, time is money, right? So a lot of things we're doing, we can't have, you know, be $10 cheaper. We can make you 30 minutes faster, which is probably worth more. Uh, if you had to put money to time anyway. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and uh, what we're doing at Obi. That's a great point. So you mentioned that you kind of, you've been in insurance, it seems like your whole life, right? But it's always been focused around real estate. What is, what has drawn you to real estate and, and why did you focus on that? Um, you know, to be honest with you, uh, it started with, you know, if I can be candid, it started that oper- with opportunity, right? You know, um, I didn't love the auto industry, which is what most people get into insurance for. Um, claims, just, you know, shopping, progressive and Geico, that little uh, progressive and flow and the little Geico, like, they just didn't like it. It felt very commoditized or mm-hmm. commodity, you know, and, uh, th- and that's how tr- people would treat you, right, as a broker. Right. So, I started to connect with realtors because I wanted to get into homeowners insurance because that seemed more long-term, right? Uh, You know, people just buy their house, they get their insurance, it goes to escrow and they kind of set it and forget it. Right. And I was like, Oh, I like that. And then what I discovered from that idea that was kind of a selfish, like just want to get into an easier service load is that I loved realtors. I liked how they interacted. I liked how, um, 
I was just interested in the real estate space and I liked just being a part of it. And I got kind of that bird's eye view of, you know, real estate deals by being the insurance person. Right. And so I learned a lot and then, you know, that got me into, okay, how do we scale this, which led me into the partnership with Century 21, which was like, okay, we can do this on a large scale and more of a top down approach than the individual realtor. And then from there, you just, you know, you're constantly connecting with lenders, uh, property managers, uh, other investors, and, you know, you do one deal. And what I really enjoyed was that there, someone always on that deal has another deal going, right? So you're, you're closing out a 30 unit uh, and the lender on that deal all of a sudden has an emergency deal that Friday for another client that needs your help. And so I loved this like connection, snowball type atmosphere of the real estate uh, space that is like, it's one of the rare things in life that like you can really just work hard, do a good job and people will refer you like crazy. And you and we just built from there, you know, and I mean, at the time I say we it was like my brother and I, right, like it was just two of us uh, doing this, you know, we're, I think, Obi, we're about 50 people now today wow. and growing, you know, we're adding a few people every week, we'll probably be, you know, at 100 by, you know, first quarter. So we're, you know, it's, it's amazing. Wow. We came, but everything's still at the core is just relationships. And, and in real estate, what I'll end with is I liked that the people in real estate have always treated us as a partner. And as an important part of their journey and not, uh, you know, uh, 15 minutes to say 15%, you know what I mean? Type of, type of atmosphere. So we just got more into it. And then we just scaled as we go. I had some buddies get into the big multifamily space and then started getting into some of these larger groups and uh, growing up from there. And, you know, uh, and then we cut out every other line of business that we were doing and just concentrated on this. Perfect. So when I spoke to you last time, um, it didn't sound like you invested in real estate yourself. It sounded like you were solely focused on OB. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Um, so depending on when we talk, so uh, actually recently I've started to do a little bit uh, personally. Um, oh. And what I mean by that is I'm doing it through uh, my clients, right? So um, I knew that my long game with this or what I discovered, what my long game was, is that I was able to build, you know, a financial thing for my team, myself, my family, whatever, through insurance and real estate. But then like anybody else, we, we either got to put our money somewhere. We got to put it in stocks or bonds or 401ks or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, I have the perfect avenue. I'm already working with all these people who are syndicating deals and finding deals. And they like me, you know, I'm doing a good job for them. And, you know, maybe I should start to put our money back into so we just started doing that, my wife and I, in the last, you know, a uh, few months, we've gotten into, I think, two or three different uh, deals. And that's kind of our plan for her and I going forward uh, from a personal standpoint is, you know, keep working my butt off um, on helping people with their insurance. And then if we have a few bucks left over after all the other stuff, then, you know, let's put it back into these deals. One, that it's good investments. I'm seeing these things do really well. Right. Because right. I'm, I'm there when they buy and when they close. So I see the ROI. Right. And and then also uh, it's kind of my way, like if I'm going to give back to anybody, like why not give back to the people that are, you know, supporting us? So it's, it's a kind of a perfect model. It's like a, uh, you know, uh, what's it? The circle of life. It's like the uh, antelope eat the grass, the lions eat the antelope, you know, like that whole thing. So. Exactly. Exactly. So you're investing through these in a limited partnership. 
Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, right now I've only been like an LP. Um, just, you know, I'm not a, um, I'm not Mark Cuban yet. Um, <laughs> I, I hope to be one day. That'd be cool. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah. And actually, you know, what, what triggered me is I actually got an opportunity to go out to uh, one, one of these groups events uh, a couple of weeks ago. Right. And people started talking to me about this idea, this GP thing where you, you know, if you can either not even bring in money yourself and bring in people and, you know, and get a little bit better, you know, slice of the action as what I'll call it. Or, you know, if you can just get bigger chunks. So that's actually something in 2022 from a personal standpoint, I want to learn more about, um, you know, can I bring some of my connections to these deals and then, you know, maybe get some better opportunities in the investments or the, I think a lot of it for me is the, the tax side of things like that right. uh, ability to reduce um, our income, which is really cool. So that is, these are all new things to me. I've always learned these deals from the insurance side. I am now trying to get a little bit of uh, an MBA and uh, uh, the actual like investment piece of it. And um, you know, and kind of how that works from an LPGP uh, standpoint. So maybe when we talk this time next year, I, I might be a little bit, uh, a little bit more educated right now. I'm just, I, I rely mostly right now, hundred percent on the people because I'm looking who's doing a lot of deals, who's being successful. And maybe that's a dumb way to invest, but that's how I'm doing it right now. I'm investing in the people that I see excelling. Right. I mean, that makes sense to me. And you are in such a, a great spot where you can kind of see, like you said, the process start to finish. So you, I mean, you have a perspective from an insurance side, but you still have a, a really good insight, or at least it seems like you would mm-hmm. um, being. Yeah, and the after the deal side. closes, right? We right. stay on for as long as they keep it. So we're seeing who, does bring in good property managers who really does get their renovations done, who really does increase rents, who, you know, who kind of um, backs up what they were saying in the investment, uh, you know, uh, projections or the, right. the performance. Whatever. So yeah, I see, I see who's a good operator too. Right. Right. That's a great point. So now backing up a little bit, uh, could you tell the audience a little bit about what insurance is for, because our investor podcast is, is focused mostly on those who haven't, bought their first deal yet. So they're usually just getting right into it. So could you explain to them what insurance is and why it is important for real estate investors? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, to keep it simple then, you know, insurance is, you know, is, is protection, right. And that's probably a very simple term, but you know, uh, whether you're buying rentals or whether you're buying a car or anything type of asset, you know, you want to, hedge your bets. And that's what I'll call for insurance, right? You know, you, if you bought a, a home and you had no insurance on it, right. You're, you're running the risk of a couple things, you know, house being more valuable appreciation, but then what insurance covers is the tornado comes through and wipes it out. Right. Now you could, you could play the, uh, the, the game and say, Hey, I'm not going to insure it for 10 years. I'm going to save a thousand dollars a year. I'm going to put that 10 K in my pocket and I'm just gonna, you know, uh, pray and hope we don't get, a tornado, right? right? Or where insurance comes in to say, hey, you know, that $250,000 house, it's probably worth that 10 grand over the 10 years as a hedge against, you know, the potential that you might have to come up with $250,000, you know, uh, if, you know, something were to happen. So that's the simple way that I'm just off the hip here now, uh, a new way trying to describe insurance to, you know, new viewers is that, you know, you buy that $250,000 asset, you're going to pay a very small annual amount to make sure that you protect that asset from anything that is claim related, or most people see it as uh, um, they'll use the word like acts of God or storms or, you know, things like that, that vandalism, fire, water, tornado. 
Um, so it really is part of almost every deal. Uh, very rarely do I see people go without insurance and it's just for that. It's, it's a small cost to make sure that your assets protected. Great. Great. So, you know, you've been in insurance obviously, uh, quite a while now. So what has drawn you to Obi and why was it started and, and what sets you guys apart from all the other insurance companies out there? Yeah, so what drew me to Obi was uh, was Aaron and Ryan, the, the founders of uh, Obi. Uh, they're two brothers uh, from Michigan. Uh, we had some family ties with actually the one uh, being really close friends with my younger cousin. So I kind of knew of him throughout life, if you will, uh, from a distance, you know, in the friend groups and stuff. But, you know, uh, I met them, uh, you know, in a business uh, setting a few years back, I think it was like 2017, 2018. And they were just starting up OB and trying to figure out what they wanted to do, you know, with the company, you know, were, were they a Facebook for real estate? Were they, you know, uh, were they a tool for uh, people who were looking at deals? Uh, Ryan, the one brother, he was in real estate in Miami, he buying and selling apartments. So he had this like real estate syndication type background, right? And, you know, the core of it was really to take all these documents that you have on a deal from like the the T12s, the rent rolls, you know, all the P&L stuff that everyone's just constantly throwing into Excel sheets. And they were trying to digitalize that. So you would have almost this ongoing thing. So when you were buying and selling, you didn't have to constantly go up. And uh, so they did that for, I don't know, six months or a year. And they found out just the same uh, adage as Facebook, right? How do we make money on this? We've got a bunch of people who want to use our cool technology, but how do we make money? And uh, just like Facebook, you couldn't charge a dollar a month per user because people are never going to pay for anything that was free at one point, or they're, they're really, they're going to hate it. So that's how insurance came into play for them. They had called me up and said, Hey, Matt, we have a bunch of people on here with real estate. You know, can we do a deal where if we send them to you for insurance, we'll get our PNC license and we can do some type of like revenue share uh, opportunity. So that's kind of how my partnership with my company Skylight at the time and OB uh, first started working together back in 2018 or so. Um, then over time, you know, OB started to grow. They were just a lead source in all respects to Skylight at the time. And then they started to grow and they went through a program called Y Combinator out in California, which is a big tech incubation uh, to where Airbnb went through, you know, a lot of big uh, companies, right? Through that, they were convinced that they needed to actually be like an MGA or a carrier in the insurance real estate and that's where the combination of our two companies came into a little bit more of uh, a reason to combine, right? So April, 2020, we uh, merged, we stayed under the OB name for a lot of reasons. One, the future vision of the company was gonna be a uh, tech-driven real estate company. Two, to be honest with you, it had the VC's attention already, which was gonna be important for raising funds and capital as we wanted to build out. Um, technology and everything like that. And so we, we combined, we brought over my whole team and, you know, just overall what brought to me was not only just the relationship, but I had always wanted to go down this road of, you know, bringing technology to a very outdated industry, which is insurance, right? Real estate insurance, uh, financials is all very outdated. Uh, airlines was first with getting all the Expedias and, you know, now we're kind of getting our turn. So it was the perfect storm for me to be able to continue what I was doing with the brokerage, but put kind of one foot out the door into this tech end that I've always been as a lifelong insurance nerd, been very interested in, right? 
And so, yeah, that's kind of what interests me. I was already consulting the hippos and lemonades and clear covers and roots of the world, right, that are all going IPO and doing very well. So it was kind of my time to, you know, give it a shot myself. And it, and they happened to be in the uh, industry that I liked or the or the, uh, the segment that I like with real estate. So it just kind of lined up and uh, it's been going really well. When we combined, I think we were five to seven people, maybe eight. And, you know, now a year and a half later, or not even, you know, almost two years later, we're, like I said, over 50 people. And we've done a series A round um, uh, last year of, uh, I think we raised 12 on like 55. So, you know, uh, things are going well. Nice. That's that's really cool. So yesterday in preparation for the show, I went through it. I, I texted you about it. I went through the process of of seeing yeah. how, how it would work. Um, if you could tell the audience a little bit about that, if they have a if they have a property they're looking to insure, and um, I'm assuming there's something on that back end, whether a call with uh, you know an agent over on that side, or if you could just tell them a little bit more about that entire yeah, process. Absolutely. So yeah, our our end game is to um, make the user journey fast, and so our first step in that was uh, you can go to our website right now, and if you have a one to four unit uh, rental anywhere in the country. You, in about, you know, depending on how fast you are, right? Anywhere from, we had one at 37 seconds the other day, uh, wow. but usually it's a minute or two in length, but you can go on and actually quote out your property, get an offer and close, uh, bind it, pay for it, everything, get your certificates, um, you know, all online through our website. So uh, we have that just for the one to four units right now, anything five units and up, uh, we'll take you through the same type of process, but then that is going to go to one of our live uh, brokers uh, in-house who's going to, you know, take it from there. Um, the reason for that is, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing tech and, you know, digitalization to, a, like I said, a very uh, archaic industry. Right. So um, some of this is carrier paper on the back end that's driving why we can't have 300 units, you know, be instant, but that's where we want to go. You know, hopefully maybe first quarter we're up to 10 units. Maybe this time next year, we're up to hundred units where you can do that. You know, uh, ultimately that's where we want to go. We want people to be able to come to us with their assets, uh, one unit on up, put in the, the, I call it the, uh, the, the main eight to 10 pieces of information, right. You know, your make model build that kind of stuff. Right. And get a, uh, bindable quote, Right. And so I think where our journey, for, you know, if your listeners is going to go is that if you're in the, like, let's call it under 25 units, you know, r- it makes sense to just have a fast digital product, right? Like the, the, the variance in premiums between carriers is just not that high, right? You know, you're talking 20 bucks either way. You, you know, your, your aunt Sally's buying a rental in Missouri. She just needs to go on our site and get insurance quick, get it over the lender and close. Like that's no big deal. And then where we'll go probably 25, 50 units up is I don't know how many people will actually come through that and actually like uh, quote and bind right then and there because it's a longer process. But what we can be valuable are is on those LOI submissions, right? When you're looking at a deal, hunting a deal and you got the OM in front of you or soft market. And instead of right now you come to us and it's a X amount of day process or, you know, depending on how long you give us to give you an estimate for that, you can actually get what is called a bindable rate uh, so you're getting about as accurate of a number for your submission on LOI as possible. And that's really where we're trying to go mm. with the larger stuff. Okay. And now, so 
when we spoke last time in person, you kind of talked a little bit about that LOI tool. Um, I don't know if that you said that was coming out somewhat in the future. Yeah. So we've been kind of crowdsourcing data. So we've been working on two things. One, we're working on actually having a carrier or two behind uh, or paper, I call it behind those rates. So it's actually would be, if you wanted to bind it, you could accurate, but what we're probably going to launch first and it probably be maybe first quarter or so is we've been crowdsourcing data. Every quote that we've gotten uh, rate uh, tables over the last five to seven years, we're, we're putting together these models that are using what I call it crowdsourcing to try to get uh, quicker estimates, right? So, you know, right now, you know, I don't want to replace my team or whatever. We'll do other things. But, you know, someone's coming to us with an OM saying, hey, Matt, I'm, I'm bidding on this by Friday. Can you, can you, can you look at it? And we got to go into the carriers and, you know, right. do these different things. We want to just say, hey, like, we've done the same LOI in Missouri 58 times this year. Like we know roughly what it's going to be. Let's take those 58 numbers, throw out the, the highs and lows and just offer you an instant thing. So people can do an LOI same day if they want to, right. They don't have to give a lead time. So that's where we're going. And probably first quarter, we'll be able to launch the the beta. We'll probably give it to our, uh, you know, 2030 of the guys and gals that we're working with to chart, you know, to kind of break it. Right. And then hopefully before the end of the year, we'll actually maybe have some paper behind that that actually would be bindable, um, you know, which just all bindable means is that it'll be a more exact rate, which is great, right? It's actually something that you could take to a lender. Right. So insurance, like anything else, is a relationship business. And that's one piece that I, I thought that OB might be missing because it was so simple. I, you know, I was on there for, like you said, maybe a minute or two, um, and then it was done. But uh, it sounds from this interview that it's it's not just that digital piece, that there is some sort of relationship building uh, along the way and uh, getting to know that partner, especially the bigger they are, the the more units they're trying to cover. Uh, is there some sort of truth to that? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, uh, was it McDonald's that said, have it your way? Was that, was that uh, uh, Burger King? Burger King. All right. Burger King. So to be honest with you, uh, it, it is kind of that way, right? So um, most of so if you're just uh, want to go to Google and find us and whatever, and you don't want a relationship, we have that avenue for you. Cause there is a right. lot of people out there that sure. don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Right. For those who want the relationship and the benefit of it, the, the crazy thing is usually that relationship is built not because of a quote, right? A lot of our relationships was to say you and I, you know, you, you know, you're going to call me and say, Hey, I'm buying this three unit. I don't know. Right. Uh, next week. Can you help me out? Right. Now, what our company, you know, the digital experience doesn't take away that relationship because you and I are still talking and chatting, but I could say, hey, yeah, here, go just go through here and we can have it in a minute, you know, compared to the old school, we still have the relationship. The only difference is I'm going to say, hey, fill out this form, send me this. And you're like, oh God, really for a three unit, (laughs) right? Like I got to do an hour's worth of work for a $800 policy. Like that's crazy, right? And so uh, we're still can use the tech. It doesn't take the relationship away. It just, honestly, it kind of strengthens it because we get more complaints uh, from people over the years, right? Of, you know, do I really have to fill that out? I can't believe I need to give you all this information. Like, can't you just go look it up on Zillow? Like, you know, I mean, those are the things we were getting. So yeah, we're doing that now. We're using data from Zillow and other, you know, companies like Stated and whatever, so that, you know, really our partners can just give us an address because that's what they want. Like most of my partners want to just text me like, hey, Matt, buying 3501 Main Street in Augusta, Georgia. Like, 
send the deal to Johnny Ray over here at this loan company. And that's all they want to do. And so that's what we're trying to use the technology to actually strengthen relationships for those who want the relationship, for those who, you know, don't, it's there too. Interesting. Okay. So those that do want a relationship, what makes you on the insurance side want to work with them? Uh, what, what makes me want to work with the people to relate? Yeah. What, is, what makes a good relationship? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, three facets. I mean, one, the, I mean, those are the easiest customers to, you know, grow with long-term, right? Because they want the relationship, they value you. So they're not gonna, you know, I know they're not calling me next year when their rate goes up $5 and going to chew me out, you know, over it, right? They know I got their best interest. I'm going to take care of them, right? So one, I love that. Two, relationship gets me way more referrals and introductions than someone just going through Google to my site, right? Like that I never have a thing. So of course I like that. I mean, I'm in a sales organization, you know, I want to write more and help people, you know, help more people, right? So, you know, relationships help me do that, you know, non-relationships, clearly don't do that. And then, you know, the last thing is, you know, to flip it on the other side is the relationship is key. Um, as you build with me, you know, it comes the other way around, right? Like if you're doing a bunch of deals with me and I got to, you know, uh, you know, make a phone call to get you a little reduction on premium and take that extra mile or, you know, or reduce some things on my end to get you there or, you know, do whatever, right. Or go literally out to Google and find another carrier for you just because, you know, you need insult and battery on a GL and no one wants to touch it. So that's where relationships come in both ways on, on the back end where you will get a better experience. Uh, but we live in 2021 and a lot of people don't necessarily want relationships. So we had to have both. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, COVID more than anything is yeah, people I mean, more introverted you know, and yeah, Less I social. mean, who knows? I mean, to be honest with you, things are going so fast. You and I might be doing this interview from the metaverse next year, you know? Who knows? Oh my gosh, that, I can't <laughs> even talk about the metaverse. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be, you'll be asking how do you insure in, uh, <laughs> virtual real in estate? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Um, okay, well, let's go ahead and get into this next segment. Um, mm-hmm. We usually, I mean, obviously we usually, this is a different podcast than usual, but I think some of these questions still apply. So uh, starting off, this is your mulligan. So in all of your career, what was your mulligan and what did you learn from it? Uh, my mulligan was, I thought I could go into employee benefits at one time, uh, like, uh, you know, major medical. I thought, eh, insurance is insurance. You know, right. all my clients have thought that for years. So, you know, I might as well think it too. So yeah, in between my state farm before I got back to the thing, I, uh, I spent, I don't know, it was like six months or a year. I was trying to build this employee benefits. It just seemed real lucrative. It seemed, I think I, I think I wanted to change for a second, you know, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, that's, so yeah, that would have been my one thing. And what I learned from it was stick to your lane, stick to what you're good at. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and there's a reason why, you know, you can't just go off on a whim and be like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And why there's experts in every area and, uh, stick where you're an expert. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Uh, okay. So starting out, um, starting over again with what you know now, you know, young 20 something year old Matt getting into the real estate or insurance game. Um, what would you do differently? Um, to be honest with you, I'd want to start skylighting my, I wish I could have started it at 22 or uh, sorry, OB at, at, at 22. Like, uh, so I think what I would have done differently is, um, you know, 
I would have at that age um, went out and did something like one of these incubation things like a Y Combinator or something like that to really get me into the tech space faster. Um, that's, that's kind of my one thing that if, yeah, if I could do over, I would do it in reverse. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that, uh, you know, I'll give advice, which is not business related, but I think it is, is, uh, make sure you enjoy the ride. You know, mm. uh, I worked my butt off in my twenties, but that's all I remember of my twenties. Right. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we get so focused, uh, you know, at landing on Mars, you know, that, you know, we sometimes forget about the other things I led this whole thing with, you know, I'm, I'm a dad now, right. It's the first time in my life I have something outside of work that I'm like really excited about. And so, you know, that would be my other thing in my twenties too, is that, you know, I would still worked hard, but I would have maybe wouldn't grab that drink with a, that friend, you know, that I thought I needed to put in another hour of paperwork. I would have, I would have did the paperwork the next day. I would have been just successful in both aspects of life. So I think, I think that's important. Sometimes a lot of people don't mention the personal stuff that an entrepreneur or different people go through uh, that they might want to do different. That's perfect. That's perfect. All right, Matt. Well, it is currently 7.30 a.m. Central Time, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, I know you got to get to some things. So let's go ahead and, and wrap this thing up. I got four more questions for you if you're ready for them. I'm ready. Awesome. So what is one thing that you want people to know about you that we didn't get the chance to discuss today? Um. Does it have to be insurance or real estate related? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, the one thing, you know, kind of goes off is uh, I'm big uh, about family, right? Uh, both blood related and then, you know, your, your brothers and sisters that you meet in the work level. Um, I have my two brothers that work for the company. They've both been with me since 18. Uh, our founders are brothers. So um, I think that's a key thing that I always like people to know is that, uh, Brothers, And then the other thing is majority of the people that are employed by me today that we haven't hired in the last six months have, have been with me for over 10 years. Wow. Uh, so I take a lot of pride in that too, as far as, you know, uh, I really care for pe the people that work with us. And, you know, I think the longevity of that and across like four companies that they followed me uh, is something that I'm always super proud of. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so what do you love about your job? Um the 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 freedom and to feel like um i could be in a history book right i'll never be george washington or thomas jefferson or any of these like really cool like real impactful things but you know i think everybody always wants to be remembered and, and i think that you know i have the potential to be part of this uh insurance transformation and you know, only maybe insurance nerds will read about that one day in 20 years, but you know, at least, at least I'll maybe make the book on something. So that's, that's what uh, I love right now is that I'm on this journey to change a, one of the biggest industries there is. And uh, uh, that's fun to be a part of. So I'm really enjoying that right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you looking for right now? And is there anything that our audience can help you with? Yeah, I mean, uh, what we're looking for is, you know, twofold. We're looking for good people who want to, who maybe got excited about this from a uh, career standpoint. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're wanting to grow, you know. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're looking for is people that want to come, you know, whether you're real estate and want to get some insurance or whether you're insurance and like, like our niche. And then, you know, the other thing is uh, just wanting to meet more people that we can, build with, right? You know, we have great products, we have great service. 
Uh, we're nowhere near capacity. Um, and so, yeah, so we're just looking for, I know that's ridiculously generic. My, uh, was a BNI or whatever person would hate that. Like they always wanted to be very specific, but you know, we're looking for people who are getting into real estate. We actually do well with newbies, if you will, because we do handhold and we're, we're fine with it. Um, so yeah, so anybody that's new, give us a call and you know, we'll help you out. That's great, man. All right. Well, final question here. Where can people find out more about you? Um, I think the easiest is social media, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on there just under my, uh, normal name, Matthew Sudica. No, uh, like none of the things where like people use their middle name or anything like that. And there's not many Sudicas. I think there's, I don't know, 20 of us in the world. So, uh, if you type in Sudica and I and probably only like three of us are on social media. So, you know, you, know <laughs> you can find us real easy, but, uh, I love connecting that way, you know, especially with all the little, uh, private message, uh, features that they all have. Uh, clearly you can email me or text me. My email is, you know, Matthew with two T's at, uh, OB risk, which is O B I E. You can see it in the back there. And then, uh, R I S K.com. Uh, and then my cell is three, one, two, eight, seven, seven, two, six, nine, two, uh, text me, uh, if you want on there. And then of course you can go to obrisk.com uh, and get a hold of us. But I think that, um, speaking of partnerships, like come to me on social media, come to me in text and, you know, we'll skip the step of, you know, going to the website and all that stuff. Awesome, man. This has been great. This has been a great start to a, a Friday morning. So early for you. Jumping, uh, a little bit early, but uh, you know what? I, I wake up pretty early. Uh, so yeah. this isn't too bad, but, uh, but yeah, this has been great, man. I appreciate you jumping on here and sharing more about you, your career and uh, OB. So excited to see where you guys go in the next couple of years. Perfect. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Thank you everyone for listening to the show. We hope you gained something from today's episode and put it into action right away. Please make sure to share, subscribe, and review our podcast, as well as follow us on Instagram and TikTok at mulligans underscore underscore. This helps us to grow and share more great stories. My name is Austin Cole. I'm Hayden Wright. Signing, Signing off. off.